Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast that's suitable for all ages from... (laughs) to... and everything in between. I'm Tiernan and I've realised that since this show started around 2 million years ago, there are quite a few new listeners who may be wondering just what on earth is going on. If you haven't listened to every single episode of Radio Nonsense, all 2008 of them, plus the 4,000 secret bonus, bonus, bonus episodes episodes, and the 26 I released as special podcasts that I whispered into a tree and can only be found by people out on a woodland stroll on a particular Wednesday in June... Oh, and uh, the bonus 987 episodes hosted by the banana clone version of me, Tinanananana. Um, oh, yeah, and the 15 special episodes sponsored by Lemons Are Us. So if you haven't heard all of those, you might be listening to this every week and thinking, but I'm new here. What does any of this mean? Well, if that is you, or even you over there, you're welcome to, then you are in luck. As today's show, uh, I've made a little introductory video, but actually an audio for all of you new listeners out there. Hi, welcome to Radio Nonsense. Don't get us confused with Radio Squid Sense from the Comedy Club for Squids, or Radio Myth Sense from the Comedy Club for Myths, or Radio Lid Sense from the Comedy Club for Lids, or whatever the one is called from Comedy Club for Kids, but kids as in baby goats. I can't remember its name because it's too stupid. This is the official Comedy Club for Kids podcast, and there are no goats in sight. (coughs) Apart from that one. I am your host, Tiernan, and I am a fully qualified, highly trained, professional human being. Not a baked bean, I have a face. I host this show because, well, I love it, and no one else will. I have asked them, but they say things like, ugh, no way, or get out of my shop. Or, what is a podcast? Can I eat them? And I have to say, no. And then they follow me around all day trying to eat the podcast, and it's really annoying. Every week, Radio Nonsense broadcasts from Comedy Club for Kids HQ, a fully equipped, state-of-the-art hub of technology. Oh no, wait, sorry, I was thinking of somewhere else. This place is a bit rubbish, but it's where I live and where all your ears will live too when listening in to Radio Nonsense. Except when it's invisible, or all the walls have fallen down, or I'm actually in the snow, or falling through the air, or visiting a rival show. Or for tax reasons. (laughs) The last one is definitely a joke. You'll find lots of those here at Radio Nonsense. 
that's what we do. So, that's the basics. What else do you want to know? Who is Linda? That's a great question, and I wish I knew. What are stinky hippos? Well, they are hippos that are extremely stinky. So stinky, in fact, that they regularly smell like someone left an old sock on top of a gone-off yoghurt, on top of a hot radiator, and then burped garlic all over it and turned it into a perfume that someone set on fire. We have absolutely loads of them here at Radio Nonsense. It's basically infested with them. What's that? This over here? Ah, well this is Egbert, who passes on everything you send. I hate this job. Hi Egbert. Welcome to all our new listeners. Do you have any post for me? Of course, but I hate that too. Here's your stupid letters. Ow, that went right up my nose. Which did mean I couldn't smell the stinky hippos. So thanks Egbert, so helpful. This week there are two reviews on Apple Podcasts for the show, which is nice and sort of what happens every single week. One is from Ghost Girl Crazy, who I think is a ghost because even ghosts can listen to this show. By the way, Ghost Girl Crazy, how do you put your headphones in? Please let me know. Ghost Girl Crazy has sent in this amazing poem. I love stinky hippos because they make me feel like a blippo. Ah, that is beautiful poetry of exactly the kind you can expect to hear when you tune into Radio Nonsense. Thank you so much for sending that in. I'm guessing you mean Blippo as in Blippi's miserable cousin, right? The one that doesn't entertain toddlers or wear colourful clothes, but just goes around dressed in grey shouting at pigeons. Ah, I think they're great, but yes, stinky hippos make me feel like that too. Thanks, Ghost Girl Crazy! Then there's this review from Laughing Ninja, a regular listener who says, I have joke. Hello, it's me, Laughing Ninja, writing in yet again. Can you please read this out? Sunglasses emoji, halo emoji, sad emoji, smiley emoji, monocle emoji, laughing sideways emoji, uh, emoji in disguise, halo emoji, slightly upset emoji. Also, can you set up a competition to see what sort of weird emojis we listeners can send in, like shouting person, alien, pointing finger, lipstick, lipstick? See? It's so fun. Please do this. Thank you. Also, read this out. Sninky, knockly, plis, flump, sniggly, wiggly, piggle, wiggle, wow, wow, wow. Laughing Ninja, potato, 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 potato. Well, thank you, Laughing Ninja. Another one of the sort of letters that you can expect when you listen to Radio Nonsense. I'm not sure I could set up an emoji competition though, as that's just asking for more of you to send me stinky hippos and farting animals. And frankly, Comedy Club for Kids HQ is a bit too full of those already. Thanks to your email, I have now also got an alien face, two lipsticks and some potatoes, which isn't helpful as I don't know where to put any of them. Actually, potatoes are always helpful. So, new listeners, that's how the mail works. And every week I say... Uh, this bit that's always the same, that if you have a question that you'd like to be answered on this show too, or anything else you would like to send in, then all you have to do is ask your whoopee cushion heads, sorry, I mean grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Or as you know, we love to hear from all our listeners, so you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music or Spotify, or comment on the Spotify Q&A for each episode. And for any grown-ups out there that would like to help support this show, then we have the fine special Linda edition, which is just like this one, but with no adverts, and you get it a whole day earlier. They can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Acast+. 
Please do check out our website at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and don't forget the competition I announced on last week's show to win copies of Invisidog by the very funny Stuart Heritage. Do go back and listen to that for details if you haven't already. See? Emails, reviews, competitions. Is there anything we don't do? That's right, free ice cream. We don't do that. And of course, we mustn't forget the most important has been, which you can be sure will always happen right about now. The challenge builds while you build yourself. It's Katie Pritchard, a.k.a. Katie, who only drinks cups of grey tea, a.k.a. Cattles Prittles, inventor of Skittles, and as all our ferret listeners know you, meep, 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 meep. But of course, Katie, you are most well known for discovering the longest ever piece of spaghetti, for your training programmes helping pirates to learn the other letters of the alphabet and not just R, and most famously for your best-selling cookbook, Recipe for Disaster, where you give people the exact ingredients and methods to ruin things. Um, Katie, it's so lovely having you back on the show. How are you? Meep, 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 meep. Thanks so much for having me. It's a joy. It's a joy. I didn't realise you yeah, could well, speak ferret as, as well. I, d- I, I knew that's what they called you. I didn't realise you knew the ferret language yourself. Mm, yeah, we've got a strong bond, me and, me and the ferrets. Um, we love similar things like chasing bulls around fields <laughs> and running up and down logs yep. and meeping and just general shenanigans you know, making someone feel a bit uncomfortable, unnerved that we're there and then adoring us, you know, that's, that's nice. what we're like, me and the ferrets. That's, well, that's lovely. <laughs> it's funny when you describe it like that, because I think a lot of a lot of people would think, oh, I've got nothing common, nothing in common with a ferret. But then um, then you've described that. And I think most people enjoy all those things. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, they're just they're misunderstood most of the time when you sit down and talk with them. You realise, actually, we could be best buds here. That's lovely, isn't it? That is lovely. I really like it's that. It's a real motto for life. Yeah, it is. I don't know if listeners know about this, but there is, there is um, some people do, uh, like, was it like a competition we used to do where they put ferrets down their trousers? Yeah. And that used to be a big thing where people would throw ferrets down their, or, or they put ferrets down their trousers. I didn't know, what was it? Did the ferrets have to escape? And it was the first, I don't really know what happened after they, was it just uncomfortable or... I don't know. I we can never really know the thought processes of people <laughs> from previous generations. Uh but the good thing is now uh we just hang out with ferrets yeah. and have a nice time. Um That's great. Because I I did always <laughs> think that as a ferret like a weird it's a weird thing but at the same time in the winter probably quite snug and cozy. Yeah, I reckon get one on your shoulder, one on your head. Mm. Well, one in your armpit, maybe. Oh, that's nice. Um, keep you nice and warm. That's nice, actually. Yeah, I'd imagine they'd they'd enjoy the warmth as well. That's a lovely way to have a pet, isn't it? It's like a pet and a winter. Um, uh, I don't know what do you. What's the word? Adornment. A winter adornment. Yes. Is that a, a big word. I didn't know. I knew, but I feel like that's yeah. The right one. I feel like that's the correct use of the word mm. as well. Hundred percent. I used to have pet rats and I used to keep them in the hood of my hoodie. Wow. And they keep me warm. Yeah, it'd be nice. They do my they sort my fringe out, they do a bit of hairstyling for me. Uh I think one of them thought they were a human, uh, which was funny to watch them walk around like me. Wow. Um but that 
How it's, did it think? It must, what did it do that was human? Like, what was the? It was trying to walk on its back two feet. Wow. Uh, um, it would try and. I mean, it would be in my breakfast bowl. If I ever ate breakfast near them, they'd hop in and steal some Cheerios. I'd be like, "That is cheeky." Yeah, they—they're really good, good fun. That is cheeky. I'd also Cheerios are almost like um, little armbands or little uh, lifesaver rings for for small animals. Yeah, exactly. It was very cute to watch them eat it. So I'd imagine it's similar for ferrets. Very similar, but they probably f- less likely to fit in. A cereal bowl, maybe yes. pasta bowl. Yes, I'd, I'd definitely go for a pasta bowl. Perhaps a sort of roasting <laughs> tin, something like that would be perfect. Um, I do have to. I mean, Kate, it, it seems like a very obvious question. I'm sorry if you've been asked it lots before, but you know, mm. many of our listeners probably will have seen the film Ratatouille, where uh, yeah. uh, uh, which is based on a real story, obviously, uh, yeah. a real life, real life documentary film, uh, Ratatouille, yeah. where a chef had a rat under his hat and the rat helped him cook. You had two rats in your hood. Did you gain special mm. abilities when they pulled your hair? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like my fringe, honestly, the reason it's curly now, mm. uh, because I used to have a rat helping me sort my fringe out, making it nice and flat, right, making right. it look really good. And um, and now I don't have that. And my hair just, it does. I mean, you can see it in and it's gone curly wazuli up here. Right, it is super curly. It is all the curls. Yeah. 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 And that's because I don't have uh, my hairdressing rat to, to wow. sort that out for me. Wow, that yeah. yeah, that is a shame. It would be per- it'd just be amazing having your own personal hairdressing rat just constantly in your hood. Honestly, it was. Yeah. I yeah. can tell you from experience. Um, so yeah, wow, I'd recommend. Sounds great. It if sounds, you can get yeah. if you can get a creative rat, then great. Right, sure, but some of them aren't aren't <laughs> creative. They all have different jobs. I had one that was a hairdresser and one that was an interior designer, so the cage looked immaculate. And my hair looked immaculate. You know, that's just how it was. Wow. Very creative. That's lovely. Well, lucky you. You've really had quite yeah, a life. Thank I'm, you. I'm very <laughs> jealous. I, and I, have you have you been well? You know, obviously uh, hanging around with ferrets. Um, mm. you, uh, you know, what else? You been you been busy? Have you been up to much? Um, just like chilling out in the trees, trying to make mm. friends with squirrels. That's oh, I think, right. Uh, yeah, next next bunch to to hang out with. Um, cause you know, they can do cool things. They can climb. Someone can fly. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll learn to fly. Wow. Is, yeah. Is it, do they really, cause they, uh, I'm going to get in trouble here and I don't want to offend any squirrels that might be listening. Um, I found out this week, actually, we had, we had both a review from a cow and a review from a ghost. So there's very, oh, there's every chance right. that, that, that squirrels are listening in too. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't want to upset any squirrels, but the, the flying squirrels, they don't really sort of fly, they sort of glide, like they jump and then they, then they've got like, like a natural glidey thing and they just, but they can't yeah, but like flap their I guess, wings. I guess the question is like, what, why like gliding to me, that's soaring, isn't it? Mm, yeah. That's, that's part of flying. Right. So just let them have it sure yeah hey you know you're right you're right i feel I, why and, and it's a bit harsh isn't it like they're called flying squirrels if yeah. i then come in and go no it's your Actually, gliding squirrels it's not yeah they are they can identify how they want as far as i'm concerned yeah and they do like they can go from tree to tree mm. or they can glide very gracefully down yeah 
Oh, I'd love that skill. It's pretty good, isn't it? Do you? Because a lot of squirrels don't glide. Do, am I a gliding squirrel? Is like a, a special type of squirrel, or is it like flying ants day, where all squirrels can fly one day, <laughs> one day of the year? So they all get like there's just one day. It's like all ah, of a sudden they're, all in they're your like face oh. and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pouch just came in i can fly yeah <laughs> that would be chaos wouldn't it it would be absolutely chaos. well also like it would be so funny <laughs> you'd be like i can't see where i'm going just just squirrels, squirrels <laughs> <laughs> maybe flying into your head and flying into your knees and you'd be like oh like i need to get to work today but Sorry, boss. Can't get to work. Sorry, teacher. Can't get to school. It's flying squirrels day. Yeah. Planes would be grounded. No... Like no yeah. planes wouldn't be able to take off. And and I struggle in just wind. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I've got squirrels flying at me as well. I'd I'd, I'd take off. Yeah, but it'd be it'd be good for that. Like I sort of feel like it's unfair that only ants get that day. Like, it'd be nice if all animals had a... Including us, like, humans could get one flying day, which I think would be chaos. Yeah. But if we all got one day of the year where we're allowed to fly. Imagine that. Where would you fly if you had your flying human day? Oh, that's hard. I mean, probably... that That's the thing. I, th I worry this is what a lot of other people do, but I'd definitely go somewhere hot. I think I'd go, like, a migratory mm. bird and just immediately fly... But it would be like in the summer where everyone's trying to get to that one bit of beach, mm. wouldn't it? But this, you, how many humans fly on flying human day would it take to block out the sun oh, of the beach? Yeah, and then you'd be like, there's a, <laughs> or imagine all the whales, they'd be like, there's a swarm of humans above us. <laughs> yeah, because, because that's it. Animals have sort of got a natural... Uh, like ability they they won't overcrowd they all know where they're going they all migrate to different like all birds go to different places yeah. we'd need some sort of organization like someone would have to be given yeah. a job to allocate where you fly to each year yeah and then you'd be really upset if you got given a rubbish location yeah yeah otherwise we'd all go to the same place yeah wouldn't we we'd all be down straight down to Brighton Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how long? How long does it? If if a human was flying, how long would it take a human to fly? To like how how many miles per hour are we flying? Is it? I suppose it depends on how windy it is, wouldn't it? Because if it's mm. like really windy, we'd get further. But I, d I yeah. reckon you could be in France in an hour. Do you think? Yeah. Easy. We should try it. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> how are you gonna? How are you gonna fly? What's your? What are you going for? Are you gonna go for some sort of big cardboard flappy wings, or have you got like a big balloon? What's your method? I think not cardboard because it's been raining a lot yes, recently, mm -hmm. so I think that's not going to be a good idea. Um, you know those uh, tube inflatable tube people that dance with their yes. arms wiggling I'm so in the air. sorry to the listeners they couldn't see your impression of that because it was <laughs> amazing the wobbly arm inflatable uh person yeah. yeah yeah so I think what I do is get inside one of them and try and put like double fan on and that I reckon we could get a good a good updraft on that and then everyone would move out the way because they'd be like Oh, 
you know, they're trying to get my attention. Maybe I need to move out of the way. That could clear a nice flight path for me. It would be good. Would you? Here's my worry about that, right? Because you nearly always see those wobbly arm inflatable people outside like car dealerships or places mm. where they sell. It's normally like they sell washing machines or cars or something big like that. And I worry yeah. that instead of clearing the way for you, they'd all flock towards you thinking they'd find a bargain. That is true. Maybe I could add a like a sort of tail thing which has a little sign, you know, that they put on planes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just like no electrical or motorized goods sold here. Nice. Just 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 flying. That's that's nice. I like just flying at the end. It's like a, just, flying. just flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not up to nothing but flying. I love it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I reckon. What about That's you? That's good. Well, do you know, I was. Um, uh, uh, we were listening the other day to the the the, the like a, a kid's version of the story of Icarus, like who had the big wings, and his dad mm. just went, "Don't fly too close to the sun," and he didn't pay attention. He went too close to the sun, and all the wax yeah. melted. But but until the point where he flew too close to the sun, he had a really nice time. Like yeah, he was doing all like right. If he just listened to his dad, right? Which I recommend. Like, I, that's what I tell my daughter all the time. Like, listen, this is what happened to Icarus. You should yeah. pay attention to me. I'm clearly wise. Yeah. And um, this is not true, listeners. Don't pay attention to grown-ups. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what I'm saying is, it, you know, maybe do the wing thing, but just don't go that high up. You know, keep it, keep yeah. it low. Know the boundaries of your flying implements. Yes, yes. First. Yeah. I think that's it. That's key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah tricky though so it's a lot to i i just i i my worry again is that that you know at least when you go on a plane there's there's toilets on the plane you get snacks on the plane i don't mm. think um i don't think we'd be as good at flying by ourselves well if you're flying not too high which we're not gonna do because icarus yeah. showed us that yeah. that was wrong um you know you could fly you could be like oh there's an apple tree there grab a little apple snack Maybe there's um, what else grows on trees? A crunchy, crunchy tree. Get some crunchy bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't really know what else. You know, you could organise your flying per the snacks available on the trees. Yeah, that's a good idea actually. And if if you've made your alliances with squirrels, you could hire squirrels to have different snacks at the like a bit like marathons where people are on the side with a bottle of water yeah. or a. They could give you a high five, yeah. some jelly babies. Cheer you on. It's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Um, I um, uh, The weirdest fact that I've learned recently about animals, you might like this, um, is that a swift, the bird, a swift, um, when mm. it, uh, like, when it flies, like, so when it first flies, it's like a little baby and it has to be born somewhere high up because its legs are too rubbish, right? So if it lands on the ground, it can never take off again. But it's born high up, and then when it takes its first flight, it doesn't land for three years. So it just flies constantly for three years, and it sleeps while flying. It turns off half its brain, and then turns off the other half. It eats while flying. It only grabs like flying insects and things from trees. It just doesn't land for three years. How exhausting three is that? Yes. So you want us to believe this bird? <laughs> For three years, is flapping its little wings. No massages, mm. no baths, just flap, flap, flap. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's flying with its mouth open to catch yeah. like those basking yeah. whale sharks thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but through the sky. Yes, yeah. I I don't know if I believe that. Do you think it's Does anyone believe that? Do you think it's what the Swifts have put out? To make people impressive. Yeah, they've done some good PR there. Mm. To they're like people aren't talking about us enough. We need to. <laughs> we need to be. We need to be at the forefront of people's minds. We're gonna. Do you think make up some? Do you think they're secretly landing? And when people spot them, they're like, "I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm a J or yeah. I'm a bag, I'm something I'm, else." Yeah. I'm four. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm four years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first landing since I was born. I just don't know that it's physically possible. Mm. I'm not doubting the prowess of a Swift in any right. way. Sure, sure. But I'm just thinking in the realist in the realistic world that we live in. <laughs> yes, yes. Can something keep going for three years nonstop? I even my computer I got to turn off every few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't know anything that could just keep. Keep going and go, I'm trying to think what, um, I can't think of anything. I, I can't think of any li lifts. No, they probably would stop after. Even sundials so. sometimes fall over. Yeah. Or there isn't enough sun. Hey, the pyramids have kept going for thousands of years. Do they count? Yeah. I suppose they have to pretty, do anything. Yeah. Just sit there. I guess, yeah, that they're just chilling now. Yeah. They're in retirement. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right though, because those sphinxes—they're still at work. Yeah, that's true. At the front. Yeah, that's true. Guarding. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not a good example. I'm trying to think of something that something that moves. Yeah, it's, you're right. You're right. I think everything has to stop, uh, even for like a holiday. Everything needs at least a, we a weekend or a. Yeah. Yeah. I think these swifts ever—they've uh, put in your leg. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the other thing is, it is only for their first three years, so they're only little toddlers, and and at that age, toddlers do just keep. But then they don't actually know. At that age, they often just fall asleep uh, without any kind of prompting. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I need to. I need to contact the Swift Information Service. But are they? Are they? Yeah, we need to get in touch with them because yeah. I'm thinking if they're growing as well. What's going to happen is like one wing grows faster than the other wing, and then all of a sudden they're flapping in circles for a wow. bit. It's, it just doesn't sound like. No. It sounds like they've made it up <laughs> to try and get on this podcast. My worry, to be Katie, spoken about is that this this podcast is going to go out. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble with all the squirrels out yeah. there, all the flying squirrels. You're going to get in a lot of trouble with the swifts. I know. I'm not saying that. I, I doubt their physical mm. abilities of flying, but it's just three years is a long yeah, time. It is a long time. It is a long time. I wouldn't want to fly for that long. Be no. Exhausting. Um, well, well, thank you, Katie, for you know for being on this show. Thank you for insulting Swift's um, integrity <laughs> and uh, honesty. Um, and uh, and and thank you. Obviously, you know I've got you here because you've been on before and you've expertly answered questions before. And we have got a brilliant question that I think you are the person that, that can answer it. Um, however, um, I've actually got some new admin questions that need mm -hmm. to be answered first. How do you feel about new admin questions? Are, are you interested in that? Uh, I'll dip my toe in okay. and we'll see how we go. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll yeah. see how we go. So these are very, I do have to ask these questions first. So, you know, but I understand 
you know, these these are these are new. I've only just started trying them out, so we'll see we'll see how they work. Um, the first question I have to ask you is, what is this? It's a great first question. Mm. I'm going to dip my toe into this okay. one actually. Mm-hmm. This is anything you want it to be. Wow. Essentially, it's the the sunlight at your lunchtime window. It's the swift flying for three years. It's golden berries <laughs> on a, <laughs> on a muesli based flapjack dipped in maple syrup. It's whatever you want it to be. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's great. So Yeah. So should I eat it then? You, I mean you could. You could uh devour it in other ways through your nose, through your ear, up through your beard hair. Oh yeah. You could yeah. let it go in that, that is way. How, that is how uh <laughs> that is the main use of beards actually, is that you often yeah. if you don't eat with your mouth, you just sort of put things near your beard and then the, the little hairs work like straws and sort of just let it yeah it's like yeah, yeah. you'll watch if you watch your beard closely yeah you'll see bits of food <laughs> gradually making their way inside yeah. you can often see bits mm. of food still left in the beard afterwards that's that's um yeah and that's why yeah it's yeah it's uh it's very handy i have to say it often just sort of gives your mouth a rest from, from eating i, I quite like it <laughs> Um, you can use moustaches like if you grow them really long, you can use them like straws. Each end is like a straw. Yeah, yeah. Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sometimes, like if you're if like me, you're partial to eating cheesy nachos and guacamole. Uh, if you have a long enough moustache, it can hold the guacamole for you. So it just makes wow. the process of eating it. Yeah, I'd recommend that. You need a you need to get a good strong moustache going though for that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow, I'd never even thought about that. I I think moustaches are really um underrated. Actually, I I don't have. I've just gone for the full beard, but I think mm. sometimes just having like being able to twiddle a moustache, I think, would be really handy. Um, yeah, for multiple things. Mm. It, like if uh, if someone's lying at you mm. and you're trying to catch them out, just one twiddle of a moustache, yeah. they'll be like. Oh, they're on to me. Yeah. I better come clean. Or, you know, if you're out and you're trying to get a free cinema ticket to go and see um, something at Sing 2, then you're like, you're at the queue, at the front of the queue. They're like, oh, we're, we're sold out. One twiddle of the moustache would be like, this is an important person. Yes. Let's get them in. Yes. So useful. It's really useful, actually. It is something I, I do... I do think about maybe I went too 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 far with the full beard, and I should have just honed the moustache and uh, had like sort of face hey. eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. I think the important thing here is you can try anything. That is true. That is true. As, as you put out, this is anything. Uh, this you want it to be, is so maybe. Yeah, maybe my beard is a moustache, just a very complicated. Uh, maybe one yeah. that's gone too far. Yeah. yeah, one that that's like taken over your face. Yeah, it's ter- terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's really power hungry moustache. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Kate. Thank you for answering admin question number one. Um, admin question number two. This is uh, it's quite difficult. I hope this doesn't 
I hope this doesn't flummox you uh, uh, at all. Okay. Um, but we'll give it a try. Um, would you rather everything you ate screamed when you chewed it or all your shoes and clothes complained when you tried to wear them? Oh, that's tricky, isn't it? Mm. I think I, oh, this is a difficult one. I think I take the clothes complaining mm. uh, because I think that could be quite funny. Right. Okay. And then I think um, we could have build quite a good rapport off of that because um, it's not too dissimilar to how some people in my life interact with me. Right. Okay. So I could just be like, what do you mean? What are you saying? Don't put me on like that. This is how what I'm going to wear. They could be like, no, don't wear us today. I'd be like, well, tough bananas because I'm off to take this moustache out to the cinema today. Um, and my clothes would be like, no, we don't want to go outside. And I'd be like, well, these boots are made for walking. And that's just what I'll do. Nice. I- <laughs> I like that you've got to a song point as well. And I think that's, yeah, that is definitely a bonus because I, I suppose the only thing that I would say about the, the closing is they're going to always complain. Whereas when you, if right. you were to eat, if everything you ate screamed, it would be unsettling, but, <laughs> yes. but when you ate it, it would stop screaming. So you would only, yeah, it would but... only be for that brief time compared to the clothes constantly. Cause like you'd be ev- every moment you were wearing clothes, your clothes would be like, Oh, this is awful. Oh, I can't believe <laughs> Oh, the weather's terrible today. Oh, this is, Oh, I'm stuck to your stinky foot. You know, whatever. It would be endless. But it would just be like having friends right. all the time. Just really miserable, miserable friends. Just, yeah. I reckon yeah, I think the food screaming just sounds like a real horror movie scenario. Yeah, yeah. And also, what if you have a headache and you're like, oh, I need a banana to fix this headache. Mm. And the banana's like, yes. and then it makes it worse. Yes, and I my thing as well is like, what if you had like a bowl of peanuts, for example, or a bowl of crisps and each one screamed? It That's would be really loud. It would be really loud. <laughs> you could never have a sneaky midnight snack without your parents oh my gosh either because as soon as you open the like treat jar you'd be like, yeah. you'd be like oh no so i think i i'll this is going to be a popular choice mm. of this particular would you rather Good. Do you know what? you've justified it very well? I think you've justified it very well, and I, I think it does make sense when you. That, do you know what? It, it made sense already. But the midnight snack, ruining midnight yeah. snacks is really important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can deal with a bit of complaining, but screaming it's too much. is a whole other. Yeah, it's way too much. Yeah, it's too much. And supermarkets would be unbearable. Yeah, I imagine trying to watch a movie in the cinema. Everyone's got popcorn. Oh, That's at oh. least a million screams per yeah, box. Yeah, it is. It's too many. At least. <laughs> and they're not screaming in unison, are they? They're not going to make a nice choir. Yeah. They're going to be being very disruptive. Yeah. The ushers are going to, poor ushers are going to be like, well, who am I going to shush here? The food or the people? Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard. It's very hard. You're, and you're right. I think you're right. Do you know, I think you've made absolutely right choice. And thank you for analysing. Yes. 
Thank you for analysing that question so superbly. Um, wow. Well, listen. Let's get let's get to the main question. And I've got to just say that um, this question got sent in ages ago, but it got sent. I think it got mentioned on a website like was it Audible or Amazon or so, one of the ones I've never checked. And poor Ben, aged eleven. Don't know eleven what. Assume. Uh, it's years, might be weeks, might be ducks. We don't know. But there is every chance that Ben was age 11 then and now, by the time we're answering this, is 47 yeah. years old. So, yeah. I'm so I'm sorry to Ben, um, but it was hidden away. in the t- So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he still needs to know this answer. Hopefully he hasn't gone off and done his own research out of being so angry with, with this show for, for not yeah. answering it. But, you know. We'll see. So I, I just, I just to give you that context, Katie. I hope that's, you know, we're we're writing a, a, a long term wrong by answering. Yeah, I, I personally would also like to apologise to Ben as well for only just hearing about this question now, um, uh, and that is through no uh, fault of of my own because uh, it's not my podcast. But yes. I just felt like Ben would appreciate another apology. <laughs> And um, on behalf of all ferrets as well, Ben. Wow. Meep, 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 meep. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's big. Well, I, I hope I, I hope Ben isn't too too angry now, really. This hasn't been answered yet because I don't know how you could be angry after, after that. That's um, that's quite big. And um, even if it absolutely 100% is not yours or, or the ferret's fault in, in any way. Um, well, listen, it's a, it's a good question too. I sort of wish that you know mm. this had occurred earlier. It's, it's I think the world needs to know about this. But um, we're gonna let me let me read it to you. It's uh, so from Ben, aged as I said, was age eleven, probably at least 80, 90 years old now. Um, he asked, "If a dinosaur is sore, where is it sore, and will it ever get better?" It's a fantastic question, mm. Ben, and thank you for asking me. Uh, this particular question um as we all know i love dinosaurs Mm -hmm. um for multiple reasons so hopefully i'm in a good position to try and answer this for you uh is that what i'm supposed to do yeah 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 yeah, absolutely answer answer it yes yeah yeah we just you uh, sorry tin and you just looked at me like you had the answer there and i no oh no i've got absolutely no no idea about if i because also it's sort of there's two parts to it. It says if, if a mm. dinosaur is sore, so you're kind of asking, is it sore? I assume it's in the name. Yeah. Then where is it sore, and will it ever get better? And that's that's like three layers that I couldn't possibly yeah. begin to uh, understand. And the tricky thing here is that there's, I think, three answers mm. going on here because some dinosaurs do sore. Right. You know, like pterodactyls, they're flying around up there. So that di- like a pterodactyl dinosaur is it is soaring and it soars in the sky. Sure, sure. And when it's flying dinosaurs day as well, they all have a go. And yeah. it's soaring, but it's not soar in the soar. But well, I don't know if but maybe well, Ben is asking about that. Yeah. Soar. And then there's got to be some, like, we all know how uh, animals use tools to to build stuff. So maybe some dinosaurs 
do use saws to make dinosaur houses. Oh my goodness. I never even thought about the saw, like a saw saw for sawing things. Yeah. Well, because so they've got to make their houses somehow. Yeah. And I'd imagine they'd like to use, they'd probably be using a saw for that. So. And also they, they need pretty big houses. They're going to have to saw a lot of stuff. They need some yeah. really good saws. And also I'd imagine whilst they're soaring and building their houses, they probably want some entertainment because they didn't have the radio back then. So some other dinosaurs might be playing the saw Whoa. for them. So like have a nice little background while they're building all their houses so i guess that were for those ones then it would they would be soaring in the uh fields and that's where that would and then it it would get better because they'd have finished their houses they'd have had a nice concert maybe one of them's built a theater so they can go inside for the saw concerts yes yeah that's lovely yeah that is nice yeah I hadn't thought about that context. It's very that's very interesting, and I suppose the ones that are soaring in the sky, soar in the sky, and then it it does. Well, I suppose it doesn't get better. They just keep doing. They just keep doing it. Depends on if they like it or not. Well, I guess yeah. If they like flying, then it's going to get better. the The more experience they have with flying, the better it will be. Yeah, yeah. So that it may not need to get better. They might already like. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So that's that's. Saw, saw, and saw. Yeah, and then if they, but if they do injure themselves mm. and they get a saw, um, then I guess it's down to the soaring dinosaurs mm. uh, to assess if if that saw can heal or if uh, they need to get involved with some saw uh, maintenance. Mm. Maybe cut cut a thorn out with their saws or um maybe they're like soaring around the head uh if they've got a bump on the head maybe they're soaring around applying a cold compress yeah would it it be up to the dinosaurs who saw what happened yes right yes because that they'd know exactly what the they'd have been able to see exactly what the problem was Mm. Uh, and because they saw it, they'd be able to inform the dinosaurs who saw mm. um, which bits to saw and the dinosaurs who saw uh, where they need uh, to then uh, continue to saw to apply any medication. Right, right. That's very clear. Yeah, that's very clear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what you've really um, opened up here as well that I don't think many of our... Well, I say I'm, I'm judging our listeners. Our listeners probably knew. I had no idea because I'm an idiot. But I just did, you know, dinosaurs had a really complex um, medical, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, expertise, and, and a very complex mm. building um, abilities. And uh, when they fl- I suppose they just flew. Maybe they did it com- complicatedly. I don't know. But, the, you know, like they were really advanced. We just sort of think of them as roaring, roaring around, rah, rah, eating things. But mm. they, they were pretty ahead of, ahead of their time. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were huge. Yeah. So they must have been up to some kind of shenanigan. <laughs> yeah, you know, true. you're, not being, true, you're yeah. not being 16 foot tall and not getting up to shenanigans. 
you're going to be having a nice little look around, seeing what you can do. Yeah. T-Rexes are going to be like, oh, I've got my, maybe I can develop something. I, I can get two saws and double chop houses up. That's it's got cool. pretty good hands for that. Uh, pterodactyls are like, well, it's nice flying up here, mm. but I can also walk down there. Yeah. You know, I'd imagine it was a real, a right hoot back in the dinosaurs yes. time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, me too. Me too, actually. Do, do you think that the, when when they were named, I don't actually know who named Dinosaurs Dinosaur. Um, I don't know who did that. I don't know if you're, if, you, if you're aware. But they, like, which, do you think they were going for the saw, the saw saw, or the saw saw or the saw saw, when they added that saw bit to the dino name? I think they were, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. That's okay. I nearly blessed myself. That was very weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to <laughs> I mean, say, excuse me. But it, would, it, it would have been fair. I got confused, so. yeah. I, I reckon they, they're named uh, Dinosaur by um, this guy called Dino. Uh, he lived back in the ancient Greek times. He was just walking around. He tripped over a big bone. And he got a saw. Wow. And he was like, ah, ouch, dinosaur. And they were like, wow, that's what we'll call this. That's great. This creature. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's how it happened. So it was actually about the saw of dino that right. they got named. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. That is fascinating. Mm. And then ever since people have been tripping over huge dinosaur bones. They've just been, that's how most archaeologists find things. Yes. They're just going out for a walk. They trip over. They look at what they've tripped over. They're not very observant uh, archaeologists. Yeah. Their feet are. It's actually, they, they do all their exploration with their right. feet. Right, sure, sure, yeah. And they, they just walk around, trip over, and then look at what they've tripped over. And normally, it's a huge historical find. So lucky. Really, you've got to I be think, really good at your job to, to 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 know where you're falling over. You know, to, to really yeah, exactly. Yeah, plan that. They've really trained those feet to be seeking out the best and most interesting archaeological finds. It's incredible. Is it just incredible? Incredible. I always always in awe of archaeologists uh, and and just be able to find things in dirt. Um, I've tried yeah. to find things in a sand pit before. It was very hard. Uh, mm. I've lost things on the beach, no idea where they've gone. So, you know, the idea that you can you can know where to fall over in some mud so you find a dinosaur, I think that's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. It's like they've got a, uh, like, bone-identifying uh, device in their toes that's like... And then they fall over because uh, their foot's like, there it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how archaeologists work. I, I think you know what. When I asked you here to be an expert, Katie, and you have been as as always. I, I'm certain that that is absolutely correct. Um, I'm, I think out of everything you said, I'm not sure about. You said that Swifts are basically lying. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I'm not sure that legally we can say that on this show. But other than that, um, and I just say again, say I'm sorry to any flying squirrels that, that were listening. But the, you know, other than that, Katie, I, thank you so much for um, for taking the time to answer. 
Ben's questions, even if he is now at least 200 years old. Um, yeah. And possibly a dinosaur himself. We, we, we don't know. Um, but thank you. Uh, yeah, that, that was really good. And I hope I hope he enjoys his answer um, if he's now uh, not too old to hear it. You, if he's 100, he won't be able to now listen to this. So it could be it'd be tricky. Anyway, um, well, I, and, and uh, thank you for coming on the show. Are you, have you got much going on uh, next next few days, years, uh, centuries yourself? Uh, I'm going to try and take my little feet out uh, archaeologicalizing around my neck of the woods. But normally I just tend to fall over live ducks that right. live nearby. Right. So I don't find anything prehistoric. That's a shame. But maybe... Maybe tomorrow's my day. Yeah, and I mean, also, you never know when people might need you to find a duck. Yeah, well, that's easy. Yeah, exactly. Could be a very useful service. So I hope, I yeah. hope that works out for you. Well, well thank you again, Katie, and, and hopefully we'll get you back very soon. Thank you for having me. Meet, 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 meet. Because our sign stands for a warm welcome. After the importance has been, it's time for more information. Who doesn't love information? I don't! Apart from whoever that is. Thanks so much to Katie Pritchard for taking time out of her work with various woodland creatures to answer Ben's very important question. She's just one of the many guests that we have on this show. Ben, I'm so sorry it took quite so long to get you an answer, but if you do have any complaints, please give them to a pterodactyl to eat and then I'll never have to see them. But if any of you have any questions that you need to have answered, like Ben, hopefully quicker than he got his, then please do ask your whoopee cushion heads, sorry, I mean grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. You can also give this show a review in all the podcast places or write a reply for any of the episodes on the Spotify Q&A. And if your grown-ups would like to help support this show happening, they can sign you up to the advert-free Linda edition for a small monthly fee and you'll get each episode a day early too. Don't forget to enter the competition I announced on last week's episode to win a copy of the very funny book Invisidog. And also, please check out our website at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And so, I hope you've enjoyed your visit here to Radio Nonsense, and I hope you come back soon, as there is so much more to discover. Like farting animals, which are kept safe on the mantelpiece and fed a daily special diet of lentils, baked beans, not human ones, and Jerusalem artichokes to keep them healthy and farty. Oh, thanks, small farting antelope. I hope our new listeners feel welcome too. And over there is... And at the end of every episode, you can be sure something terrible will happen and you'll be left with the show's signature, Bye! While the terrible situation continues to happen and then is never, ever resolved. Then the next week, it starts right back all over again. So I hope you feel like you belong here at Radio Nonsense, because you do. Unless you're 100 years old, in which case it's not for you and you need to stop listening right now until you're 101. But if you aren't 100, I do hope you'll come back as there's something new to find out with every listen. Like, for example, just what is this? Oh no, what is that? Run away, everyone! Run away! <laughs> Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense!
Peace. It's the end.